0: So unique page views are actually a subset of page views. So they're always going to be lower than the total page views. And in the case of unique page views, each visitor is counted only once, irregardless of how many pages he or she opens.
1: And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Hi, guys. It's, it's good to be back. Oh, got so many things going on, but... Before I get into that, let me just explain to you what you're listening to. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless, and I'm your host, Mark Scalia. And there are three ways that you can listen to this amazingly fun program. The first is you can listen through my website, markscalia.com, and check out more of that site. I'm adding more and more. and My calendar is updating constantly, and I'm doing all kinds of stuff. So definitely check out more of that site. If you want to be more participant you can actually click that box you're listening to on my website and it will shoot you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com, and then you can be part of our live chat. And We got a lot of people chatting on tonight. What is it? Uh, A-S-L. I don't know what A-S-L means. That's probably some slang. I don't know what the kids are doing. They're typing stuff already. And if you cannot listen live because that's how we broadcast, we broadcast live every single Wednesday or as many Wednesdays as we can on a consistent basis. Um, you can listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show after the show is broadcast I then do some editing, make myself sound better chop out a lot of the bullshit and then I just put it up to iTunes so that's the three ways you can listen now, I start off every single broadcast the same way with the happening now monologue
0: everything that happens now is happening now what happened to them? that's When? just now, wear it now now Go back to then. What? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon.
1: Last weekend was the 2017 Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. And I got theme music. <laughs> of course, I downloaded it today, which is after the fact. So this is going to be the music for the festival when I cut together all the promos and The videos and the pictures and and do all my thank yous and everything, that's what's going to be part of... uh, What did Karen type in? Awesome Salem. Yeah, it was. It actually was an amazing weekend. It was so fun. The comics were great. I learned more this year than I did last year, and every year I learn more and more, which is good, making it better and better and better and better. Next year, my goal is to not only have no submission fee, which I hope to never have, I'm gonna pay all the comics I'm gonna pay everybody something whether it's you know 25 50 75 bucks something like that I'm always gonna try to pay them I did make a little bit of money this year it worked out nice it worked out better than it did last year because <laughs> last year was hard but I've got a really cool lighting system and a sound system now and everything kind of worked out so Thursday night we were at far from the tree Friday night Deacon Giles and Saturday night was Finn's restaurant in each night different comics Except for Saturday, Erin McGuire. She was actually there on Friday night at Finn's, Friday night at Deacon Giles, And then I asked her to do another spot on Saturday night as well. She opened that show. She closed her Friday show and she opened the Saturday show. But I want to thank all the comics because all the comics are amazing. And the people of Salem as well. A lot of locals, a lot of people going to venues that they haven't been before, which is great. And I had a lot of return customers too, which was great. One woman came to all three nights, which was fantastic. And I think next year I'm gonna do an all an all festival pass. So good. And a lot of the comics I actually what did, uh, what did Karen just say? Great energy here let me read this because I have it in a different. I, I had to set up my chat a little differently to tell you, let's say uh, great energy between the comics and the fantastic audiences. Yeah, everybody was just so good. So fun. And the audiences we did have our glitches. There were some glitches that I've that I will overcome. And but the ticketing system worked out fantastic. The venues were very accommodating, and we worked it all out. And then I made a little bit of money—not a lot, but you know. <laughs> but I don't do it for the money, as I shouldn't say out loud. Of course, I do it for the fucking money. <laughs> so that's a great way to wrap up our 2017 Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. And I hope to do a bit more promotion. I hope to hope, hope to have a staff next year, uh, a panel bunch of people so it doesn't all fall on me and my wife. I can't thank her enough. She was on the door every single night. Uh, she helped with the marketing. She helped with some of the promotion. Every time I wanted to tweet something, she stopped me. It was like <laughs> it was like the president or the president elect, I should say. She's like, don't send that out yet. Please don't send it out. So So what's next? Well I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Deacon Giles worked out so well that I think they want to do a maybe tri monthly no? Wait a minute, if bi-monthly is twice a month, tri-monthly, no, it would be maybe every few months we would do a comedy show in there, and I think that'll work out really nice because I can have some of the comics back from the festival, and I can bring another act so we can do a a tiered show, which would be really nice, and and we can go lower in price, lower in ticketing price, and we can work out something really nice because it was so fun, so... And, of course, you know, a lot of the comics were now pooling some information, so hopefully they can start working for each other because uh, I've got a gig with uh, Jess Miller, who was just on the Saturday Night Show uh, in a couple weeks at the Hookie Lau. Karen posted the Speakeasy Lab drink list. Totally amazing, cocktails. says, yes. Oh, their drinks were so good. Oh, their drinks they're so, so, so good. So, so what else is going on? A couple days, something big is going to happen. <laughs> something big. Something big. Maybe you heard about it. Maybe if you are on Facebook and you heard about it. I think you heard. (laughs) We are swearing in Donald J. Trump as President of the United States. President of the United States. (laughs) And... I didn't know this. This is something I want to get into. Not so much about, you know, the president and all of that. I know. What is it? Triannually. <laughs> is it try it is? Thank you. Thank you, Stu. <laughs> tri triannual. Triannual. Uh, I'm not gonna do that again. Not after that last experience. Oh, that's not tri Oh, it's annual. Okay. <laughs> My eyes are bad sorry people are swearing all right yes yes and i didn't know this but as i was doing some show prep not a lot but i do enough did you know there are actually words to that song hail to the chief has words yeah it does and I'll, i'll sing them to you to the chief we have chosen for the nation. Hail to the chief we salute him one and all. Hail to the chief as we pledge cooperation in proud proud fulfillment of great noble call. Yours is the aim to make this grand country grander, and you'll do, and they'll are strong from belief. Hail to the one we've selected as commander Hail to the president. Hail to the chief. (laughs) Those are real words. I didn't even know that song had fucking words. You know, people say what they want about Donald Trump. America's divided. More than ever, in different up politics, opposing views. People hate each other. They're not. They're unfriending each other on Facebook. Ooh, watch out! You know they're saying all this conspiracy bullshit. But there is so much transparency going to happen in the next four years. This motherfucker will not be able to do a goddamn thing without somebody fucking tweeting it or talking about it or looking at it or whatever. And here's my thing: I'm learning so much. I learned so much about the cabinet. Did you, Elizabeth Warren? <laughs> I fucking hate her. Oh, just I just hate her. I don't know what it is. She's she sounds very condescending, and I'm just like, stop it. Yeah, it does sound like No to, to the king. Star Wars theme song has lyrics too. Just as Bill Murray. Star Wars, the thief from Star Wars. Yes, I know. But they were doing all the confirmations. And they're trying to get everybody. They're like, I don't know if we're going to confirm them all. And I'm like, just fucking. He's, he starts in two fucking days. Either confirm them or don't, but fucking move on. My God. It's a lot of bullshit. It just is. And it always is. Anyway. So those are the words to hail to the chief. <laughs> Speaking of something a little bit more controversial, they're doing a woman's walk on Saturday. And to be honest, I don't... What? Can you go smack him upside the head? Uh, It's a game of gotcha. (laughs) It is. Yeah, they have a woman's walk on Saturday. And I haven't... I mean, I only know this because I know a few people who are going. That's it. And they're like, do you want to go? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to go. I don't know what it's about. Why would I go if I don't know what it's about? And they're like, well, it's about solidarity. And I go, I can feel supportive without fucking taking a walk. I get two cars and a bike. I don't don't know why I have feet. (laughs) I don't want to fucking walk anywhere. That's my wife. I don't want to walk anywhere. I don't want to walk to the car. I put it in the driveway because I don't want to walk. And the driveway is only about 35, 40 fucking feet. (laughs) I'm not marching. I'm not walking. <laughs> it's. I know. Wait a minute. I can't go. It's a woman's. No. 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 Apparently, other people can go. It's not like the million man. Mo- and that's what I said to my wife. She goes, "I don't know. There's some. There's some things happening. People are talking about it. How there's going to be some problems." And I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "I don't know why this. You know, I wouldn't want to confront <laughs> all those fucking women. I just." I don't like talking to my wife sometimes. It's difficult. Can you imagine all those women with signs? Fuck, I'm getting out of the way. You know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do the Million Man March. It's not that I don't think they're good causes. I just don't want to get involved. All right, let's move on. And forget about walking. Forget about cabinets. Forget about chiefs. (laughs) Let's talk about Sunday. You know what Sunday is? Boom, shakalaka. Boom, shakalaka, boom. It is the AFC championship game between my New England Patriots, or our, I should say. And I I don't know our because a lot of people listening across the country through the podcast, so I can't say our, but I can't say my. Uh, They are my team of choice, not like I own them. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the Patriots are playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. And everybody's like, "Oh, Steelers is going to be a tough game. Going to be a tough game." And they're all tough games. Are you wearing your Tom Brady pajamas right now? Hey, they're not pajamas. It's it's <laughs> it's <a> onesie. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so I know the Patriots are going to do very well, and uh, I hate the Steelers. I just am not a huge fan. Plus I got friends from I got a friend from Pittsburgh she's been a guest of the show she's one of these people that bleed gold and black and I'm like are you fucking serious sorry Under Armour Recovery sleepwear (laughs) sleepwear powered by TB12 (laughs) so she bleeds black and gold and she's like phenomenal and she goes I hate your fucking quarterback he's a pretty quarterback I go you're just mad because he won't fuck you that's it that's it he'll fuck your team though boom shakalaka boom boom shakalaka anyway hey I gotta get moving on this one I forget I have the past few shows I've been hosting uh, I haven't had a guest so I've been I've been hosting uh, by myself so I want to get to the game because we get a ton of people on right now we're gonna play a quick little game with you now I'm wearing out this game but I absolutely love it we're gonna play how do you take direction how do you take direction All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to play you a clip of a movie, and I can give you some hints about who's talking and who's starring in it, maybe even the character names. You have to guess the movie, and in response to guessing the movie, you have to tell me who directed that movie. It's a kind of tricky game, but I love playing it. we got so many people, so here we go. Here's the first one, very long, 52 seconds. Now, there's a lot of listeners. If you know it, just type it in. Here's the first one.
0: Eli was an assistant professor of English literature at Brooks College. The recent publication of his second novel had earned him a sudden, unexpected literary celebrity.
2: Well, everyone knows Custer died at Little Big Horn. What this book presupposes is maybe he didn't.
1: Let me ask you something why would a review make the point of saying someone's not a genius? You think I'm especially not a genius?
2: don't. You, you didn't even have to think about
0: it, did you? Well, I just
1: don't use that word lightly. Well, you may recognize some of the voices.
0: I have to go, Eli. Margo? Uh-huh. May I come in, please? No, it's
1: not Scorsese. <laughs> That's tough one. So Alec Baldwin was talking. No, it's closed, though. Alec Baldwin something by wes anderson are you shitting me oh my goodness tom berry you got it right
2: i am a director
1: yes it is royal tannins bombs and wes anderson Stu close second but tom got it with wes anderson that's a tricky one i didn't think anybody could get that one all right here's another one only 30 seconds i mean this this is unbelievable look at this there's no city like this in the world there never was you act like you've never
0: been here before.
1: I don't get here often enough. That's the problem. Can you picture how drop-dead gorgeous this city is in the rain? Imagine this town in the 20s. Paris in the 20s. In the rain, the artists and writers. <laughs> Why does every again? city
0: have to be in the rain? What's wonderful about getting wet?
1: I mean, could you ever picture us maybe moving here after we're married? Oh, my God. Oh,
0: God, no. I could never live
1: out of the United States. Tom, Woody Allen? Are you kidding me? What's the movie, buddy? How do you just know that shit?
2: I am a director.
1: (laughs) That was Woody Allen. That was Midnight in Paris. Fucking Tom Barry burying it tonight. Who knew? Fucking Michael Bay. (laughs) Yes, if Paris exploded. He's Googling it. I don't know. He could be Googling it, but I don't know how he knows the clip because he doesn't. He's not supposed to know the clip. Nobody knows the clip. Third one, 23 seconds. Figure it out. Here we go. Let me ask you something. I think we all know the answer to the test itself is a cheat, isn't it? I mean, you programmed
0: it to be unwinnable. Your argument precludes the possibility of a no win scenario. I don't believe in no win scenarios. Then not only did you violate the rules, you also failed to understand the principal lesson. Please, enlighten me. You of all people should know, Cadet Kirk. A captain cannot cheat death.
1: Oh, that's the cheat. That's the giveaway right there. Coppola did it, the same movie. <laughs> Success. Tom Barry says, Star Trek. Correct. It is the movie Star Trek. And Stu got it, Star Trek. It's J... Oh. <laughs> Kim Santo before anybody. Now now they're all bringing bang, 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 bang. Now they're all coming in. It was J.J. Abrams. You know something? I'm going to give everybody a point on that one, I think. Uh, close enough. Yeah, I don't know. I have to give some of you this. I couldn't direct the scene. I broke down in tears. There you go. Star Trek in the dark since it was. But the rest of you get this.
2: I am a director.
1: So I will score that. Tom Barry has two. And Kim Santo has won, and those are our champions for this particular round. We're going to take our first break. We're going to have a little clip of my comedic guest who was actually featured in the 2017 Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. Mr. Nick Crowley will be joining us via Skype. When we come back, you're listening to Radio Regardless.
0: Got a surprise
2: for you. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So
0: what do you want
1: to do? And police still targeting them.
0: No, we won't. Date, no, no. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house, complete with a hot tub. Did you bring your uh, swim trunks? Uh, and Craigslist, we talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the Marine Sniper who comes armed.
1: Oh, Sally. She's Bill Sweet! She got everything! The
0: market! What's in store for all of these men? Chris Hansen with a new to catch a predator. You one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Jess Miller. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. I'm on the toilet as we speak, so welcome, listeners. Not really on the toilet, but I figured I'd just say that anyway.
2: Me and all my siblings have moved out of the house, so my parents have an empty nest. So my dad will be going through our house, our old rooms and stuff, and he'll clean stuff out. And every once in a while, he'll text me a picture of something, like if I want to, you know, asking me if I want to keep it or if he can throw it out, like, old jackets, hockey sticks, homemade pocket pussy, whatever's whatever's lying around, and recently my dad found, he texted me a picture of like a pretty big bag of weed, and he said like, do you know who this belongs to? Like, you know, dad's doctor. And so I said, dad, like I am, I'm 28 years old now, I'm responsible, I live on my own, and frankly I'm offended that you think that I would just forget about a bag of weed? That's
1: and you're back at radio regardless with me your host mark scalia and that was a little sampling of my guest who joins us via skype the aforementioned very funny mr nick crowley how are hey, you mark. nick oh good to how hear you from you. Good? good to hear from you my friend oh god you are so fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> so nick thanks for being part of the show tonight it's so good to have you on you did a spectacular job at far from the tree cidery last thursday night it was so fun to have you on here. thank you and you actually you had a little bit of a confession to me which was actually very interesting you said uh i have you almost whispered it to me in the middle of the show um i think it was after i brought you up you're like uh i have a I've only been doing comedy like a year. And I'm like, what? I was like, really? No, is that true? You've only been doing comedy like a year?
2: Yeah, I waited until after I went up to uh, to tell you that <laughs> so you didn't hold my spot. <laughs> I, wouldn't
1: have, I wouldn't have done that anyway, but my God. So, so you've only been doing comedy a year? That's so fucking weird, man, because you're so funny.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. I just try to make fun of uh, my family primarily <laughs> and talk about you know, real, real, uh, things in my life rather than it's, it's a lot harder to just, you know, write real jokes and one liners and stuff like that. So yeah. I just try to talk about what's going on in my life a little bit.
1: Now, this was the funniest thing for those of you, of course, who weren't there. Cause we had very limited seating, only 40 seats in the entire venue, but you had, there was this guy that we were talking to. He's part of the show. Everybody was kind of talking with him and his name is Tom. And you had, you had started your set and said, I did a lot of drugs when I was a kid, so I can't remember anything. So you handed him your set list, which I had never seen before. And I said to the comments, you go, I go, did you see that? And they go, oh, my God. And I, I thought, did, did he? I mean, is this something that happens? Do you do that all the time or did it just happen at that night?
2: No, that was the first time I've done that. And uh, I don't want anyone to steal any other comics to steal that move. Because oh, that's, no. Uh, that's that's my gimmick now.
1: Uh, well, that's why I'm saying it right now. I'm, I'm immortalizing it. And uh, even on the video, because I know you were taping and I was taping. And it's it was one of the funniest. I was like, there's an old rule. Never give up the mic when you're on stage. Never hand the mic over. Because I've seen people hand the mic over before. And it goes horribly. It never goes well anybody and you just go here's my set list (laughs) (laughs) it was the funniest fucking thing Shelly Coleman out of New York she was I go did he just get she goes oh my god what's happening and it like you would think it would backfire but it didn't a matter of fact it was one of these things you went to it and sometimes if you go to the well too often it gets boring but for you it didn't it kept getting funnier every time you said where am I what's the next joke (laughs) what's
2: the next joke it it could have definitely gotten uh, dangerous, but yeah. I had seen a couple of people talk to that audience member before I went up, and so that's how I I already knew his name, and I could tell that he was yeah you know he was going to play <laughs> along with it and be a good sport. If it was you know uh, somebody else, if it was just a a person a little bit more random, I might not have tried it, but I could tell that that oh. guy was a good sport.
1: And I I will say this: the tape that you submitted for the festival was more or less you were doing jokes but certainly there was more improvisational interactiveness to the set and then I saw you do you know then you were at Far From the Tree and you were doing jokes but you were trying some stuff do you always try that I mean you're only a year in do you is that something you want to do you always try to do something different
2: yeah I would like to and I I would like to think I just try to read uh whatever room it is you know and I could tell just sort of by uh, the comics that I got on ahead of me, and then just sort of looking around in the crowd, it seemed like a crowd that I could have fun with, and felt pretty—you know—they felt pretty safe and, and comfortable there. So I thought maybe I'll try something a little different. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> in the video I sent you, I had uh, I had to completely throw my uh, my game plan out the window. So <laughs> that was that was a good learning experience. And
1: if you want to follow Nick, you can free stock him. It doesn't cost anything. There's a bunch of ways you can find him. He's on Twitter. He's at N-C-R-O-W. Is that F? No, Wiz.
2: Kraus. N Kraus. Oh, it's L Z.
1: So my eyes are so bad. Are you
2: are you hammered right now? I Why? wish.
1: Usually I'm drinking during the show, but I couldn't see it because my 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 screen needs to be tilted a little more. It's at N-C-R-O-W-L-Z. n c r
2: o w l z. And yeah, well, you're so drunk that you can't see. If
1: I was, you know, something. All my fonts are fucking fourteen. And the funny thing is, oh. You know what? It, it's a bigger font. Yeah, and you can follow him on Facebook, but you don't want to do that. Actually, you have a uh, you're on Facebook as well, right? Do you want to give that out? I don't think I have. Yes,
2: that. yeah, that's fine. My Facebook is uh, is Nick Crowley, I think.
1: <laughs> okay, find him that way, Nick Crowley, on Facebook, and you can actually follow him on Instagram. He's at Nick. J Crowley, C-R-O-W-L-E-Y. And if you want to just forego all that and you don't understand what I'm saying, and I spell it all out for the people listening on the podcast, you can just visit his website, CrowleyComedy.com, C-R-O-W-L-E-Y, Comedy.com. And that's the four ways that you can freestalk him because he wants the... You want the followers, don't you? Are you one of those people that really... You love the No, followers? I don't
2: care at all. You people can leave me alone. <laughs> leave me
1: the fuck alone. This? Just come she- to the shows. Shecky Green, I think, was an early influence. Look, I don't know who's Cliff.
2: How I does he... even know, I don't even know who Shecky Green is. Uh, that's
1: why I was gonna say. How could you know? You're like you're like in your early twenties. Shecky green was like he he pays for pots. I'm telling you, I shouldn't read any of these things that the listeners, I shouldn't. Yeah,
2: you, your ADD is too severe to it's, be looking at a chat <laughs> while trying to run a podcast.
1: I haven't been diagnosed. I'm on the spectrum though.
2: You're on a couple i spectrums. I'm a,
1: I am. And if I was drinking, I'd be on something else too. So. <laughs> so you live in, you live in the Boston area?
2: Yep. I am doing this from uh, the North end in Boston right now.
1: Oh, it's North end. Oh, see, I, is it still all Italian tie in there?
2: i know you love it you guinea bastard
1: i do i fucking love the north end but i see i remember when the north end was really italian then it became all yuppie and the condos went in and you know it's fucking
2: it's still pretty you know there's some still some uh, old school guys around they actually had uh this is a pretty ridiculous story they had a pink berry frozen yogurt (laughs) that they so they put it in and then uh i think like within the first week somebody smashed the windows (laughs) And then the next week, people just started dumping garbage. People just started dumping garbage on, like, the front steps right in front of the front door. So, uh, yeah, after about, I think, maybe nine months, they basically ran Pinker out of town.
1: They don't want chains.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was some little—it was like an 85-year-old gelato salesman who was just smashing (laughs) windows—
1: Uh, buffanablo. Who the fuck put a pink baddie here? These are no baddies, you old motherfucker. <laughs> Just fucking garbage. I can see somebody throwing a can of garbage through a window. Like, do the right thing.
2: Yeah, you can look it up. There's news articles, and the, oh. the CEO of Pinkberry didn't know what he was getting into, so he was like, he <laughs> was like, "There's a bunch of young professionals. It's the perfect." Area and then uh, he was oh. like, every single one of our franchises makes money except for this one, where <laughs> they smashed the windows and then threw garbage on the front step.
1: <laughs> that's fuck. Only the North End in yeah in in Boston would fucking do that. Oh my god! That's why I like it. <clears throat> so you're not you're not from the North End originally, are you?
2: No, I'm from Connecticut originally, but I don't advertise that fact <laughs> too much unless it's to uh, make fun of it or make people realize that i do think i'm better than them
1: <laughs> did you come up exclusively uh did you come up for work or for comedy
2: uh well i went to umass and oh, then when okay. i graduated i had a bunch of friends up here so it was a good place to uh to come to and uh and then i started doing comedy wow. in boston which is an interesting place to start doing comedy
1: Boston is one of the best places to start comedy, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people. I mean, I've been doing comedy for a long time, and with Boston comics, you get better faster. At least you used to. <laughs> so I don't know. If, yeah. I mean, there's so many comics that you have to you're competing constantly, and there's so many rooms, and in a lot of major market, there there isn't this many rooms, but with Boston, there's you know you now have the opportunity to get up maybe twice a night, sometimes you know, three or four. What are you sort of fucking mass holes? Hashtag mass holes, really? I'm going to drown you, Cliff. But then yeah. again, you did mention Shecky Green, so I may leave you alone. <laughs> I may leave him alone. Cliff's, Cliff is Don't start fucking putting stuff. This is why I shouldn't read any of these things. So that's fucking terrible. <laughs> so you went to UMass, and you, started, you said, and why the North End? I mean, you could have lived anywhere. Why the North Whoa.
2: End? I mean, I haven't been here for that long, so I've done the standard route that people do when they live in Boston. So I was in Brighton for a little bit. Yeah, I was in uh, Brookline. Um, so I, I was in around there, and then I finally, uh, and then I finally moved into the North End, and I started. Renting there, and I was just like, "Wow, this is." uh I moved in there with my girlfriend, and and we, I barely even visited the North End maybe once or twice before I moved here, and then I just we started renting, and I was like, "Wow, this is one of the coolest neighborhoods I've seen." So, um, I don't, I don't see myself leaving anytime soon.
1: Well, good man. I know the North End is just. I remember I would go to the North End when I was a kid. We'd go. We'd pick up literally a whole leg of veal, and my mother would cut it up and make cutlets out of it. And we go to the candy store, and we get real fucking candy, and you know, it was just you know, it's North End, and it's it's still good. Like the restaurants still are amazing. Just everything. I don't think there's a bad restaurant in the North End.
2: Yeah, you just throw a dart, and uh, we, we'll try a new place, and it's most likely going to be pretty good. Yeah,
1: it's just fantastic. So, where are the, where are some of the other clubs you play?
2: Yeah, so I've been doing. Uh, there's there's so many bar shows around Boston now. So um, I've done a couple in the theater district. Um, I've done uh, I've done a bunch of shows outside of Boston too. I really I like to get out of the city a little bit. Um, so I've done shows. Obviously, you're in Salem, so I went up there. But I've done uh, shows around Worcester, uh, the South Shore. Uh, I'm going to go up to Maine in a little bit. And then um, whenever I'm traveling, I try to uh, either book like a local show or, um, you know, at least try to go to an open mic. So I've done some stuff like I was in Charlotte and uh, I did uh, a show there while I was down there. So in the next month or so, I'm going to visit a few different cities. So I'm going to try to do um, some comedy while I'm out there too.
1: Nice. Now, are you, do you work days?
2: Yeah, I do, and I have to travel sometimes, so yeah. it's perfect. So if I'm uh, if I'm visiting a city, I'll just uh, try to book a show or something like that, and then uh, you know I'll have my day gig, and then at night I'll be able to go to a show or a mic or something.
1: What What do you do during the day? Oh,
2: what do I do? I work in uh, I work in finance, so I pretty ah. much caused the financial crisis.
1: <laughs> you Dower Jones.
2: <laughs> that's that's what most people. That's what most people assume. I think.
1: Oh no, it's fucking! What was that? The Big Short. That fucking movie. Oh, those guys should be hung by the balls and public executions. So, but no, yeah, I was you a do. Sophomore, that wasn't me. No, it wasn't. <laughs> But now you're doing stand-up, you're traveling. So good for you, man. Now, I'll, let me read some of the comments. One, a, a Kim Santo actually said, I hope the area doesn't become too gentrified, which is the north end, like every other neighborhood in Boston. And Stu said, Nick is the definition of gentrification.
2: <laughs> I don't know how you gentrify a neighborhood that's already filled with white Italian people what uh, <laughs> cuz you make think it white that means, i See, think that means black people start moving in no
1: no gentri- gentrification is white white italians aren't white i'm not fucking white oh no no I'm,
2: don't start with this
1: i'm i'm, I'm don't, don't don't i am not fucking believe me when i was in new york when i lived in new york they would point me, they would pull me out to do background work. They go, uh, you Irish guy, uh, you white guy, guy with the black coat, and the Italian guy. And that's how they pulled me out. And Italians are not white. I am not white. I'm perceived as white, but I'm not. Italians came from the North, uh, Africa. Fucking. Yes, that's right. My relatives are yeah. Sicilian. So, but yeah, he means like white, white, like yuppie, pink berry. <laughs>
2: Well, I did say I'm from Connecticut, so yeah,
1: the insurance capital of the world, right there. Anyway, I don't want to fuck with my guests too much, and you don't fuck with me back. We just fuck with each other. That's why. No, what is this? I was referring to the revitalization of a neighborhood. Anytime any puts anybody puts anything in quotes, it it's 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 a little sketchy. I'll yeah, just hey, say,
2: is this, a, is this a town hall? Or are we going to talk about the new uh, nursing home <laughs> that they're putting in, or?
1: Anyway, you know something. Let's take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to play a quick game with Nick, and you're going to play directly against the audience. We're going to have some fun with that. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. You are listening to Radio Irregardless.
0: On this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors, the Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was canceled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book, Yabba and do nots. My life as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors, the Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, spice, and not everything nice. Hi there, this is Pete Walanuck, and you're
2: listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. More people watch public access than listen to this. What the hell are you doing? Cause I have an old school dad, like not one of these new age pussy dads that you can like talk to and stuff, like... like to put it into perspective, my dad uses military time. Like, so imagine, yeah, so like, imagine getting a text, meet me at the car tomorrow at 0800 hours. Like, are we going to Grandma's house or are we going to go kill Bin Laden? Which, which mission is this? <laughs> Also, Dad, you were never in the military. (laughs) Just just bought a boat and then started using military time. (laughs) Wearing wearing that fucking captain's hat.
1: (laughs) And you're back at Radio regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and still on the Skype line. The very funny Nick Crowley, and that was a little bit of Nick doing some stuff as well. I just got an email says that somebody in New Jersey just signed on using my password. So now I have to retype my fucking password. This is crazy.
2: Don't worry, Mark. I'll keep take it, care of the show. Why don't you, you do keep, it,
1: keep it going? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let me hand you my set See, list.
2: I'll, I'll rephrase <laughs> that. I'll continue to... Uh shoulder the burden of the show here you do whatever (laughs) you're doing over there it's a quick thing drunk that you can't see
1: i'm just gonna type in my password there we go and oh oh who's i get people asking me all kinds of shit you know i'm broadcasting a goddamn show anyway i literally i just got hacked it was weird does anybody say hacked anymore i don't know i don't know you're young do people still say hacked Nick
2: <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. Also, I'm going to need your secure your social security number for this podcast. <laughs> Mark's been hacking around Boston comedy for 25 years.
1: <laughs> He's been hacking 27, by the way. Anyway. Oh, fuck me. Anyway, so let's move on now that that's taken care of and i don't have to deal with that and I'm, i just changed my password it's so What was that it? it was putin <laughs> it was putin fucking i'm nigerian prince i need some money i you know i'm not gonna read any of this stuff so nick here's what i want you to do now you just you work in boston you do a lot of the open mics what what are some of the clubs that you've played i know that you're say some bars and stuff like that some of the major clubs you know nicks have you played any of those yet
2: i'm gonna do dick doherty's uh Uh, In a couple weeks and then uh, I'm gonna try to do a couple shows at Laugh Boston, but that's pretty much that's sort of the next uh, tier of uh, You know the next level I need to get to in terms of going from doing bar shows and shows outside the city to um, uh, You know to the real clubs around Boston, but that'll probably be hopefully something that I uh, start doing this year
1: Nice. Well, Dick Doherty's club, uh, you know, at Howl on the Moon, downstairs uh, from Howl on the Moon. It's, what is it? It's, yeah, Howl at the Moon. Comedy Den. It's a nice place. I was there a couple months ago. Great little club. King Joffrey Joffrey needs money. Stop. Ask. Can I just fucking do a fucking set? You know something? We have to entertain the all the minions off the chat line, Nick. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a game. with. I'm not going to talk about my password. I'm not going to talk about clubs. We're gonna go right to it. <laughs> we're gonna play in the nick of time. <laughs> it's this is it's the name of the song is Nick of Time. <laughs> it's it's fine. Let's do it. It it doesn't fucking It doesn't matter. Anyway. We're gonna play in the Nick of Time. So Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you some questions. Now, you are competing directly against the listening audience. Now, you and I are speaking via Skype, so we're speaking almost instantaneously. They are listening through the internet, so there may be a delay anywhere between three to eight seconds. So once I ask you a question, they have to then listen through the delay, then know it, then type it, then it has to get back you however can just blurt it out and just say the answer of course if you knew it your advantage is you're quicker your disadvantage there's far more of them than of you
2: yeah i've got a few disadvantages of a map but <laughs> we'll stick with that for now
1: i'm going to give you a couple tests a couple test questions so that you understand the kind of rules of the game now because this is in the nick of time all these answers have the word nick in it or the name nick I should say these are all people characters actors fictional real named nick <laughs> it's very simple it's a, it's such an easy game i don't know why no one can win so but i have five questions but i'm going to do the test questions if i said to you is it chicken or tuna what would your answer be is it chicken, chicken. or tuna <laughs> <laughs> has to do with the word Nick. I get to smoke whatever Mark is smoking. <laughs> Nick Bottom. No, there's no such person, Nick Bottom. Actually, this reference is probably Nick Lachey. That is correct. There we go. So you got the first one wrong because he dated Jessica Simpson and she asked him Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? It's chicken. <laughs> I know it? it's tuna, but it, it says chicken. <laughs> She had a reality show with Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey was in what group? It was Jessica Simpson who asked him yes. But anyway, he basically stared at her for like 30 seconds when she goes, She's eating a can of tuna and she goes, Is this chicken or fish? (laughs) She's what's 98 degrees. That's the group he was in. Shit. There you go. All right, so that's a test question. How about this one? If I said both narrator. And participant in The Great Gatsby. He is both a narrator and. Leonardo,
2: Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: No, it's got to have the word Nick in it. He's <laughs> one of the characters. Uh oh, I think his Wi Fi is failing. That's a good reason. You still there? Yeah, I'm just trying to okay. wait until
2: someone else types the answer. <laughs>
1: Nick doesn't even understand the game. Oh, Nick Carraway. It is correct. Nick Carraway. Yes. So, and if you get it wrong, which you have, I'll give you this. I did read
2: that book. <laughs> yes.
1: You, I'm sorry. You did what?
2: I did read that book. That guy was a scrub. It so <laughs> doesn't count. It doesn't count. So
1: those were the test questions. Now they're going to get far easier. It's far easier. Here we go. Who was the Avengers one-eyed boss?
2: Nick Cyclops.
1: <laughs> no. no.
2: <laughs> Nick Cyclops. Don't say no.
1: It's no. It's clearly no. <laughs> it clearly is not no. Nick Penis. No, that's not a real thing. Nick Fury is correct. Giving away all your stuff? Yes. You, you let your I don't brain... watch that garbage. <laughs> garbage. The Marvel chains have made more money than anybody. The Disney franchise. How so about the, so the
2: money with you?
1: It is it. <laughs> I'm just grateful that Samuel Jackson plays this character. I'm just grateful my brother did not type snakes on a fucking plane. Cause he always types snakes on a plane. Yes, that was Nick Fury. Alright, so that's none for you. Okay. This one's gonna be very easy. How about this one? I want you to face off with this coppola.
2: Nicholas Cage.
1: Nicholas Cage. What? Correct. It was Nick Cage. Where is
2: it? Just watched that <laughs> movie recently. Actually, phenomenal. What? Except everybody got this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you got it first. You got it first. My
2: parents let me watch that movie when I was like six years old. <laughs> what? Face off? Really? Yeah. I don't know if it was entirely appropriate. <laughs> Not at
1: all. There's drug dealers and gang violence and people be having their faces ripped off, dude. All right. So that's one for you. How about this? We ask this Nick for presents.
2: St. Nick.
0: Nick, Nick.
1: That is correct. You got this. Thank God. St. Nick. Okay.
2: Jesus that's. Christ.
1: It's not Santa. It's St. Nick. Anyway, so how about this one? I want you to spend another 48 hours with this Prince of Tides. Uh,
2: I'd like to phone a friend. (laughs) (laughs) 50-50.
1: Nick Nolte. Now get this. We ain't partners. We We ain't ain't brothers. We ain't friends. friends. I'm putting you down and keeping you down until Gans is locked
2: up or dead. And if Gans gets away, you're going to be sorry you ever met I mean, you got to be old to get these things. (laughs)
1: that is correct for everybody else except you you gotta be old to get these really you got Santa Claus this is a reference no one should get and this is a really 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 obscure reference that I know and love but it's so bizarre how about this one I would tell you he is a Chippendales bachelor party dancer (laughs) Google it I don't give a shit it's got to have Nick in can it. Can you typing? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you typing. Oh, Tom Barry got it right. Chris got it right. You... Nick the dick.
2: You don't want to get that one right, so.
1: No. <laughs> Here's the clip from the actual movie.
0: This is Chippendale's star attraction, Mr. Nicholas, better known as
2: Nick, Nick the, the, the dick.
0: The Nick the what? The, <laughs> what?
2: the, the dick. dick. <laughs>
1: Nick the Dick. It's from Tom Hanks' movie The Bachelor Party. It was one of the fucking cla- Tawny Catane, the girl who danced on the hood of a fucking ja- oh, Jaguar in the White Snake video. It, you know something I don't have time to explain, <laughs> but you were very close.
0: <laughs> Is
1: that a foot long and then some? Yes, that's from the movie. You never saw the movie Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks in it?
2: Never even heard of it. <laughs> I never
1: even heard of it. Oh, it's classic. It's Tom Hanks. It's classic, Tom. Anyway, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tabulate the scores, uh, which shouldn't take longer than how long's the next break? It's less than a minute. So here's what we're going to do we're going to take our break, our third and final break, and we come back. We're going to ask Nick the three questions I ask of all my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. You are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll
0: be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem, Mass. in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at salemfoodtours.com.
1: To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. You're back at Radio or Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still in the Skype line is Nick Crowley. And again, you can free stock him. He's on Twitter. He's at, at N C R O W L Z. He's on Facebook at Nick Crowley. Instagram, Nick J. Crowley, and his website, Crowleycomedy.com. And I've tabulated all the scores. You got two right. But unfortunately, the audience got three right, so you lose. Wrong, sir.
2: Wrong. You
1: get nothing. You lose. I lose. Good day, sir. Yes, you lose. (laughs) What do you mean I lose? Clearly. To these bums? It's what?
2: To these bums?
1: (laughs) Yeah, to like 40 people. Yeah, they are pulling answers. (laughs) Plus. The references I gave you were very old. <laughs> but that's no excuse, because if I said Jesus, you know who Jesus is. And that's far older than the references I'm making. Less obscure though. Listen, that.
2: Jesus and Tom Hanks might as well be the same at <laughs> point. You're really old.
1: <laughs> anyway, let's let's do this. Nick, before we let you go, I do want you to tell my listeners where you're going to be and what shows you got coming up, but before you do that, please tell me and my lovely listeners about your first time, your best time, and your worst times on stage, if you would.
2: Okay, so first time, uh, that was at the Hideout, which is an open mic here in Faniel Hall. So uh, I was the first open mic notice insignificant we're going to do in comedy your first open mic so i remember i had uh, and, uh i went on stage and,
1: and you're breaking up qu- you're breaking up a bit i, can, uh, I was trying to hold off had, can, you, can you hear me yep you were breaking up a little bit i was trying to hold off a little bit but yeah all i heard I was the
2: story about the time i was at
1: Oh, I think, can you hear me now? I can. I can hear you completely now. But the, all I heard was you were at the hideout. <laughs> the rest was like spotty.
2: So I went through the open mic at the hideout, and uh, I did a story about when I was at UMass, and I thought I had an STD. but uh, <laughs> it turned out that it was it was just a skin tab. But uh, and and that went over uh, that went over pretty well, so uh, it wasn't bad enough for me to quit. So that was the first time. It wasn't, bad. and uh, the best time I think was uh, probably a month or so ago when I went out to uh, Charlotte for work and I booked a show while I was out there, and it was uh, really nice to go to like another state and another area of the country and do comedy and. Uh, and it was well-received, so that, that was that was fun because I just sort of showed up with no expectations of uh, being in North Carolina and doing comedy, and uh, it went over well, so I was excited about that. And then, uh, well, I'll tell you in a little bit, Andy. Um, <laughs> Andy just and said, then,
1: where was the skin tag? He says, see, that's the delay they're listening through, but that was fun. <laughs> the,
2: worst, the worst time was... Um, when I was booked to do a show in uh, just outside of Boston, and I showed up and there were about eight comedians on the bill and uh, two audience members that apparently paid five dollars. So it's not easy to do comedy in front of two people, uh, especially when you have a microphone and there's no need for it and they're about five or you know five or ten feet from you. And the comics, whenever the comics outnumber the audience members, that's not good. And I also think that they were a couple, So the, and, uh, and they were from, like, Poland or something. <laughs> and I could tell, like, it's just hard to have an audience of two. <laughs> it has to go to the one person, and then I'm just staring, delivering jokes to one person. Uh, that can,
1: can work on your eye.
2: laughs, but... You can work uh, on
1: your eye contact.
2: Yes, yeah, sh- <laughs> Yeah, shows with two shows with less than three people don't usually go over very well. Oh my god, that's funny.
1: Where was where was that spectacular room? <laughs> In case you don't want to tell, actually, don't say. Uh,
2: I, I I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm never gonna go back there anyways. But I don't need uh, to uh, to give it up.
1: That's fine. I'll tell you all the shitty rooms I've played, and everybody knows they're shitties. That's the best part about a shitty room. Go, oh, it's the worst fucking room I ever played, and somebody be like. Are they booking it next week? (laughs) Comics will show up anyway. Yeah,
2: I'm still trying to to get into those rooms, so you can tell me afterwards. (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. So funny. And what do you got coming up over the next couple weeks, few months?
2: Yeah, sure. I'm going through the uh, calendar right now. So um, most of the listeners, this won't apply to, but I'll be uh, at the Laughing Skull Lounge in Atlanta on January 30th. But around here... um, I will be in a dracket at a bruise uh, no. bar. No, February it's, it's, 12th. Drake it.
1: it's Drake. It. It's, it's Drake. It's <laughs>
2: Drake. From Connecticut. <laughs> uh,
1: That's a giveaway. That's February I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you on that one.
2: <laughs> February 19th. I'm at uh laughing gas comedy in Worcester uh, comedy night in Southie in February. And, uh, and then I got a few things booked through March. So, CrowleyComedy.com. If anybody's looking for uh any dates,
1: definitely. definitely. Dre, he wrote Dre cut. Yeah. Dre with a Y <laughs> there's, a,
0: there's
1: a lot of, there's a lot of belligerent people on the chat tonight, but I love them all. So, Hey guys, so definitely check him out. Follow him on Twitter. He's at N-C-R-O-W-L-Z, Facebook, Nick Crowley, Instagram, Nick J. Crowley, and his website, CrowleyComedy.com. Hey, Nick, it's been great having you on. It was great having you at on the festival. Kill it, man, and I uh, I know we'll be working together again very, very soon.
2: All right, I appreciate it, Mark. Thanks for having me on.
1: All right, take care, my friend. That was Nick Crowley, everybody. Oh. Uh. So funny so funny and you know what I love about Nick Nick fucks with me in a way that he thinks I don't get <laughs> I fucking love that he's like yeah, you're on the spectrum are you drinking what do you take? he's like just he's like trying to zig me and I'm like I know you're zigging me dude it's that's the best fucking part about it. So fucking funny. But, yeah, definitely check him out. He's so funny. And he's really, really coming up in the, uh, the Boston comedy scene. So get to see him now because in, like, you know, two or three years, you won't even get a chance. He's just going to be firing on all cylinders. He's probably going to pick up and go. He's probably going to go to New York. He's a young kid. He's going to do that. So, all right, guys, we've got a great show, but before I go, let me tell you where I'm going to be this week. Speaking of Dick Doherty's comedy clubs, I will be at Dick's Beantown Comedy Escape at the Park Grill and Spirits. That's a mouthful, and that's in Worcester, pronounced Worcester, this weekend. Friday night's a 9 o'clock show. Saturday night is a... 8 o'clock show. That's what it is. So that's what we got going on this whole weekend. So, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being part of the show. If you want to be a guest or sponsor, leave a question or comment, email the show at radioirregardless at gmail.com. You can even call the hotline 978-219-9294. Next week, the comic is, the guest is TBA. But have a great weekend, everybody, and good luck. Two days to the inauguration. Be safe. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Air Regardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening.